Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 11 of the Occasional Bugle Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I am Jonathan. Yes, you are. Alrighty, we actually have a good amount of news this week to talk about, so we won't be pulling too much shit out of our ass. So first up, uh, we have potential Batman rumors. So, there was a report this week from The Direct that reports that Joker will be referenced in the Batman, setting up potential appearances in the following two Matt Reeves movies. Interesting. So, I love that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Joker is kind of an inevitability. They they mentioned specifically in the article that it'll be an all new character, so it's not going to be any. It's not going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Thank Good. Christ. Um, <laughs> I like Joaquin in that movie, but keep that Joker away from everything. Yeah. And let Todd Phillips stop making movies. Preferably. <laughs> you don't want a sequel? No. I'd, I'd, I'd like a sequel with a good director. Okay. <laughs> but also, I don't think it needs a sequel. That's fair. I it agree. Is, it's not like I mean, a sequel movie. I agree with that. They did confirm it, though. They're like, yeah, we're working on it. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> Martin Scorsese hasn't even seen it. <laughs> Literally bites off of, like, his biggest work, and he just doesn't care. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm excited to see. Like, I know, it, like, it, he's played to death, but I, I, I'm, I'll never be tired of seeing the Joker show up and stuff. Yeah, me too. Like, I feel like he's he's a very essential part of this whole mythos mm-hmm. as long as it's batman you're like you need to have a joker doesn't matter yeah and like he it's... doesn't he doesn't need to be the main villain he can like have him be locked up in arkham and he goes to visit him or something yeah something simple like it doesn't yeah. need to revolve around him yeah it's not like spider-man does. and the green goblin <laughs> yeah like even though like the green goblins come up twice like you don't need him exactly or like do something new and interesting with him yeah. GWW reports that DC is planning their own online fan convention. Okay. So we'll be getting news about movies, TV, games, etc. I don't understand how there's any news except for announcements. Well, I mean, like the Batman is allowed to continue filming, so there's these these are these are all the properties that were mentioned in the article. This hasn't been confirmed officially by DC or Warner Brothers, but um it is an online free fan convention um, that would take place in August um, and would feature information and presentations about the Batman, Black Adam, the Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman 1984, Titans, Doom Patrol, and Stargirl. And they also mentioned. That was a lot. They also mentioned games, so we may finally, after 45 years, be getting a look at a new Batman game. That'd be cool. I, like. Rocksteady's Rocksteady's not even Rocksteady W WB Montreal who they they're the creative team behind Arkham Origins which I think is an underrated game but that's besides the point um I think like they've been teasing this game for like eight months now with nothing to show mm. every like couple months they're like okay they're they're rearing up they're gonna finally announce something and then they just don't they'll announce that's like annoying, a, yeah. another shit mobile game or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's annoying when they're like, we got a new game coming out. And like, oh, shoot. And then it's just like, it's a mobile game. And like, oh, poop. And I know it's been rumored for ages that um, Rocksteady is working on another DC property. Some kind of multi-character thing. So, I mean, the the earlier reports said Suicide Squad. But I don't know if that project is dead or not. I would love to see a Suicide Squad game. That'd be really I, sick. I feel like if we're going to get it, it's going to be after James Gunn's comes out. Or at least in the build-up to it. Yeah. This is supposed to come out, what, late next year? Originally, yeah. So. Who knows, anyway. I think it was actually supposed to come out early next year. Did they finish production on that, though? No, I don't think so. I think they were filming early this year, so it would be done by then. Hang on. Because originally Guardians of the Galaxy was three was supposed to come out in twenty twenty one. Then the whole drama with James Gunn happened. Um, but James Gunn also said he wouldn't work on Guardians until he was completely done with Suicide Squad. Yeah, but he didn't get Suicide Squad until he left Marvel or until he got fired. Let me look this up because I thought I remember hearing something about um, 
filming and being completed. It might have been. They might just be in like yeah. post-production. Yeah, principal photography began in September 2019 and concluded February 2020. Okay, so post-production then. So yeah. it could come out early 2021. So honestly, we could be getting a trailer for this. It's set to be released August 2021. Okay. Um, I just so want to know who Pete Davidson is playing because he's in it and I think that's awesome. Let me take a look. I love Pete Let's Davidson. See if it says... His new movie came out today. I saw. I might. Uh, what? What's it on? Cause... Uh, video on demand. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'll. I might give it a watch soon. I like him in small doses. Mm-hmm. So. I still have to watch his stand up. John Cena. I always forget is in this movie, and I'm so. Excited. John Cena's in it. Yeah. The cast for this oh. is insane. I completely. Yes. Sorry. I just found it. It's pirate. I can pirate it later. <laughs> um. Because I checked at midnight and it wasn't available. Yeah. Um, Who do we? I keep forgetting the cast of this movie. Oh yeah, it's insane. It's Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, David Dustmalshian, Daniela Melchior, um, Steve Agee is King Shark, which is. So they got rid of the other guy. Oh no, that was Killer Croc. (laughs) Also. Idris Elba, John Cena, Storm Reid, Flula Borg, Nathan Fillion, Peter Capaldi, Pete Davidson, Alice Braga, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Taika Waititi, Joaquin Cosio. That's so many people. Yeah. But I think I think what's going to go on is like there's going to be a team at the beginning and then they're all going to get offed. And then the replacement team is going to come in. So like a lot of that's probably where, yeah, extended cameos at most. That that's makes me sad because you know who's probably gonna be killed off, Pete Davidson, (laughs) which makes me sad. But I also could see him for like comedic purposes sticking around. Yeah, I think John Cena is on the main team, so I'm very excited about that. I feel like the bigger names are gonna be on the main team. Yeah, I also just realized through this conversation because I just started Altered Carbon. And Joel Kinnaman's in that. Yes. Um, and the entire time until this epiphany, I thought it was Peter Skarsgård. <laughs> right? That's his name, Peter? Or is it Phil? There are a few Skarsgård. Okay, so the one that played Tarzan. I thought this entire time it was Tarzan. That is... Oh, which Skarsgård is that? Something with the P. Is there an Alexander Skarsgård? Yes, yes, it's Alexander. Wow, okay. it's not a P. Oh, man. Because I know Peter Sarsgaard is in the Batman. Yes, that's he, Peter. But he about. is he is unrelated. That's Sarsgaard. This Skarsgård. is the second time on this podcast I have gotten the <laughs> Sarsgaard and Skarsgaards confused. Uh, there are too many. <laughs> too many. Um, but I thought about Suicide Squad, and then I thought about Rick Flagg, and I was like, that's the same voice. That's the same dude. I've had it wrong the entire time. Um, he's good in that though I'm sure he is (laughs) Um, okay yeah obviously I'm hoping to get something Batman related out of this convention I'm sure we will like whether it be a first look or a teaser or something Mm -hmm. now I I want a Suicide Squad trailer really badly I'm sure we'll get something like a, a tease um Wonder Woman 84 will probably be the uh, big flagpole of that. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with that. Well, did they did, did they give it a new theater release date? I thought August something. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, Black Adam. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Apparently, there's going to be a lot of Justice Society members involved. August 12th. Sorry. Um, August 12th for Wonder Woman? Yeah. Okay. That's doable. I agree. Really, they need, like, New York and L.A. open, so... Yeah. Yes, New York's gotta get these phases going. Uh, Phase one. And they also mentioned, yeah, uh, Titans, Doom Patrol, and Stargirl. Okay. Because Doom Patrol second season hasn't come yet. It's been like two years? A year? A year, probably. Yeah. Still need to watch that. No, I think it's been two because 
Titans has had two seasons, and it's coming but, up on season three. But Doom Patrol came out after Titans season one. Oh yeah, you're right. It's it's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think this is a great idea, but also this does kind of run into another piece of news, which is that Comic Con is now online. I love that because now you can experience everything. One, for free, and two, you're not missing out. Everyone's getting the same experience. But what kind of stuff is going to be available? If DC is doing their own thing, and I assume Marvel's probably going to do their own thing, What? those are the two heavy hitters. What else do you have to show? Um, there could be some TV stuff, but yeah, you're, I not, you're not going to get the same pull as like a regular Hall H crowd. Right. You can you can get more. Yeah, but I'm saying in, in terms of content, what are people going to be attracted to? Right. Like, you need a huge pull. It's going to be a lot of Q&As. Yeah. Like, not just with cast, but with, like, writers and artists. Yeah, which, th- that's cool. But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But, yeah, DC, DC kind of <laughs> stepping on their feet. Um, but, yeah, the details for that, um, it's all free. Uh, and it's taking place the normal scheduled Comic-Con dates, which are July 22nd to the 26th. Um, We will have an episode on that. Yes, we will. Online panels for movies, comics, games, etc. Yeah, I'm genuinely curious to see what they're going to pull out, if anything. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Same here. Uh, Marvel still has plans to use Star Fox in a future MCU project. Star Fox, like the video game, like Fox, Falco? I, I don't think that's what Marvel's talking about. Oh. <laughs> the character. No, no, they're gonna play Smash Brothers. I always forget he's a character. Yeah, um... That's Thanos' brother, right? It is, yes. Um... So, I think in early drafts, he was in The Eternals, which makes sense because he is an Eternal. Mm. Um, but honestly, you could just stick him in anywhere. I I'd mean, love for, like, everyone to meet, like, I am Thanos' brother, and then they all just, like, do we kill him? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it would be the same way, like, they treat Thor, because Loki. <laughs> he killed might, 80 people in three days. He's adopted. Who have that half the universe? He's adopted. Yeah, so um, I don't know that much about Star Fox, so I'm excited to see him eventually show up. Um, yeah, I don't really have that much else to say about him. I think it would definitely be interesting. I think they should, yeah. if they do it, they should do. It's so hard. I was gonna say they should do it in Guardians of the Galaxy, so Gamora would have an impact or whatever. And then I just realized that we don't know what's happening with her. Yeah. Maybe like a post credit scene for the Eternals or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So. And final piece of news. Uh, yesterday at the PlayStation 5 reveal conference, uh, Insomniac and Sony revealed Spider-Man Miles Morales. Woo! Um, it... They didn't really give a lot of details, at least from what I've seen. Um, but from my own instinct, it doesn't look like this is like the direct sequel to Spider-Man. Um, it looks more like a like a in-between story because the, the the map looks mostly the same. Um, and due to the, like the the fast track release date, it's coming out later this year. Ooh. So. Um, is it going to be on PS4 too? I don't believe so. I think it's just PS5. That's annoying. Very annoying. Because um, I was going to put off getting a PS5. But yeah. And now I might have to get one so I could play both Spider-Man games. Yeah. Yeah. I Can I give you my theory on it? Yeah. I think this is going to be just Miles Morales starting out as Spider-Man. And then it's going to lead on to either, like, a cliffhanger or it's just going to lead into the next game. And then in the next game, I think Peter's going to die at the very end of it. 
Okay. Um, yeah. I'd like to get at least three full games out of Peter. That'd be nice. And then maybe do like a full Miles series. That'd be nice. Like spend this time, have like, like Spider-Man PS4 was the introduction. Two can be like building on the relationship. And then three, Peter dies. Miles takes over. Yeah. So. I also kind of hope that the Avengers game is also connected to the Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. But I don't know how likely that's looking. See, the only reason I feel like it can happen is because they ha- Marvel makes Gamerverse comics. And they have Avengers ones and Spider-Man ones. Okay. So, part of me feels like they could be connected, because they're all in technically, like, the game reverse, but who knows at this point. Yeah. Because, like, that's the only reason Spider-Man is only on the PS4 is because it's owned by Sony. Yeah. If it wasn't owned by Sony, it would probably be on everything. Yeah. Which, yeah. Avengers, very excited for. Yeah, I'm I'm still tentatively excited for Avengers. I, I need to see a lot more of it. Oh, same. Because we've seen jack shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate the the character designs the way a lot of people do. I think a lot of them look fine. I um, think because they said this is going to be a gear system, so I think they're going to yeah. look different. So, so you're going to be able to change it up, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I think like you could have gone a little bit more stylized and comic booky. Like, like a lot of people are saying this isn't like people were complaining that it, it, it's not the MCU. Which, like, it was never going to be the MCU. Right. Like, things can be in different universes. But, like, I don't think it's different enough. I think all the designs still have that weird, like, real-world look to them. Right. And I'd rather they kind of take it in a more stylized direction. Alright. Spider-Man struck that chord really well. In the sense that, like, it's, it's this very, like... It's a more grounded take on these very comic booky outfits, right? Yeah, and I I think that that advanced suit from uh, the Spider-Man PS4 is one of the best Spider-Man suits. So I agree with that. Um, they I do definitely think they're gonna change because what was it? They released like pop figures for the games, and they look extremely different than the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like Thor's got a shaved head. Um, Cap is basically wearing like the Winter Soldier suit, but like different. Black Widow's okay. wearing a weird, like, gl- like golden, gray suit. So yeah, definitely like take a lo- take a look, and then you like you like, yeah, see if you I, like it. I mean, the the gear system, like it it pretty much confirms that you'll be able to change how they look. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's no need to complain <laughs> when we've barely seen anything about the game. I know, people were, like, so up in arms about it, and it's like, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, like, maybe you... wait until the game comes out. <laughs> yeah, my only complaint was that Black Widow looked like Lord Farquaad, but... <laughs> and I, I'm also not here to jump on and, like, defend the game. Like, I'm not gonna say anything outwardly positive until I play it. Right, right, yeah. But I'm excited to play it. Yeah, same here. So... I just hope, like, people, like, I know also get it. Like, what do you have, Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, PlayStation. See that that's the issue. <laughs> Everyone I know has PlayStation. Anyway. So that's all I have for news. Are we ready to get into our topic? Oh, let me just stretch first. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. So today we figured we would talk about We've we've been doing a lot of stuff recently on your big tentpole characters like Batman and Batman again <laughs> and the Justice League and Superman and all that. So we figured we'd take an episode to appreciate some more minor characters. So um, would you like to go first? Sure. My first one is Moon Knight. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't even think to put him down. I don't know, I haven't read any of his stuff, but he's crazy, he's very similar to Batman, (laughs) um, his name is Mark Spector, he is, if you go by just a human standpoint, it looks like he's, like, schizophrenic, 
or personality disorder? Yeah, the idea is, like, he has, like, multiple personalities, and you don't really know if, like... Because, like, the whole idea is, like, he's possessed by the moon god Khonshu. Yeah. And the the whole... Like, especially with the more recent issues from, like... Was it Warren Ellis didn't run on Moon Knight? I think so, yeah. But he was... Yeah, the whole idea is, like, you don't really know if he's actually under the influence of this moon god or he's just crazy yeah what was it um yeah and then he was in uh the ultimate spider-man cartoon and he was just like a crackpot in it like i was a little disappointed because i was like but moon knight seems so badass and then they kind of just made him a crazy person and i realized i was like that's kind of what he is (laughs) yeah 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 and like the whole thing is like he dresses in all white because he wants the criminals to see him coming. Yeah. So it's kind of like, he's kind of like a reverse Batman. Yeah, it's so. awesome. Yeah. He's got his little uh, moons that he throws. Yeah, yeah. His crescent moons. He loves to um, carry around a big stick. Yes. He's I'm also the only person to really ever beat Deadpool in a fight. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he's one of, like, like hand-to-hand, like, no-holds-bars, like full-on like he can't uh, clearly can't kill deadpool but he like came the closest uh, like it's like him and like two other people i think right we should be getting uh some kind of casting news for that soon i hope so i really hope so i just want to know who's playing him yeah i think there's a lot of directions you can take this um i i i like a lot of the names that have been thrown up like daniel radcliffe shia labeouf I used to not want Shia LaBeouf, um, but I could I could see him being a good Moon Knight. Yeah, he's he's nuts, so he can pull it off. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So yeah, he does have a Disney Plus series coming down the line, which is very exciting. I feel also like him and Charlie Cox similar. Sorry, Daniel Radcliffe and Charlie Cox. Yeah. So yeah. I think it would be funny to see them on screen together and it's like they look like brothers, like stepbrothers or like cousins. Daniel, Red, Daniel Radcliffe is very short. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. That's why I think a lot of people wanted him as Wolverine because he fits the height. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'd rather other people. I, I don't see Harry yeah. Potter too intimidating. Yeah, so anyway, um, first one I have written down is my boy Plastic Man. Oh boy, I'm a. I I really enjoy Plastic Man. Um, real name Patrick Eel O'Brien. He was like a. He was a, he was the the interesting thing about him. He, he was like a minor. He was like a low level thug, like a criminal before. He was Plastic Man. <laughs> and then like. Like he never re- like at least from the. Like my first introduction to him was in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Just oh, same here. Under underrated show. Very underrated. Underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um and like he's still kind of like a dickhead in that. So, he's he's a lot of fun. Um I think it, he could work well with like his own if he made like a low budget like comedy movie or mini series with him. I think it could be really great. Um, I agree. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, basically, he like his thing is he's entirely rubber. Like he can turn himself into any shape. Um, he often turns himself just into a ball, which is fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, definitely like a lot of untapped potential for a some kind of adaptation there because it's something that's been in the works multiple times, but we just never really got anything from it. Right, and they kind of, like, like they did Elongated Man on The Flash. Yes. Um, so, like, it's, like, and people like him, so there's definitely a following. Yeah. It's weird that he's someone, because he seems like the kind of character that would be introduced on, like, a CW show. Yeah, yeah, so I think, I think it's interesting that Plastic Man, it's been talked for, like, him to get his own stuff. Yeah. Over elongated man, who's just like a side character, who to also like, got fired. Yeah. 
do like Taika Waititi's Plastic Man or something. Do Taika Waititi as Plastic Man? Sure. I actually, I really like that. That'd be cool. Um, all right, who do you got? Um, my man Wiccan from Young Avengers. Okay, He's my I'm... favorite Young Avenger. I am unfamiliar. So, he is. He looks like he's Thor, like a little tiny Thor, by the way he dresses, but his like hex power, like Scarlet Witch. Um, so because he, and the only reason like like mini Thor is because he had a like a stick and he had wings on his helmet, mm-hmm. and his like headband, but um, it turns out he's the one of the two lost sons of the Scarlet Witch. Because, for those that don't know, Scarlet Witch had two babies in reality that didn't exist. And the Mephisto stole them. It was a weird, weird thing. But Mephisto stole her two kids. And everyone thought like they didn't exist or that they were dead. And then you find out, eventually, that these two kids, Wiccan and then his brother Speed, um are both her sons but he's got these cool hex powers where he just he says a word like he says a saying like if he's like i want money he just says like i want money i want money i want money like repeatedly until it works Hmm. so very interesting very cool um i love his whole design because they've redesigned him like two or three times um but yeah i like him a lot because they also like he led uh he like led one of the books that they had. Like they had something called the Ch- Children's Crusade, where they uh, left to find the Scarlet Witch. So they could like, f- like determine whether or not that they were her kids. So and he like he was like the lead of that book, and it was really good. And I enjoyed okay. I enjoyed it a lot. That seems like the kind of thing we could maybe see pop up in Wandavision. That's what I'm hoping for because they had the crib in Wandavision. So if they if she like has them and they like age them up from like the magic or whatever, oh that's what it was. Her babies were created with hex magic because she was married to Vision, who is a synthesoid. So he can't have kids. So she made them, and then Mephes- apparently it was Mephisto, and he took them away. Poor impotent Vision. Yeah. Um... But yeah. Especially since they've been hinting at Young Avengers. Like, it would be really cool to see them on screen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think, I think yeah, I think it's a matter of when we see them. Um, because they love to introduce a team. They do. That they do. And on top of that, I'd love to see Mephisto. That'd also be interesting. I feel like they might make a hybrid, like, the same way Hello was, like, a hybrid of, like, Angela and Hello. Okay. Like, I could see Nightmare being Mephisto and Nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Does that become too complicated, though, for Doctor Strange if you have Mephisto? It could, but I could also see them doing it. Because you also have Dormammu waiting in the wings. Right. So. Yeah, it would definitely be weird, definitely be interesting. Especially if you have plans to do Ghost Rider, like you want Mephesto kind of yeah. separate. Yeah. So, I could see them merging them, so. because they're kind of similar in certain senses. But I could also see them not doing it. Yeah. I'm excited for that Doctor Strange movie. Me too. I'm excited for all the stuff that's coming out, to be honest. Same. So, next up, I have... One of my personal favorites, Beta Ray Bill. Oh, baby. The horse-faced alien man. Good old Bill. Um, he is one of the few people who was able to wield Mjolnir. His planet was destroyed by Surtur. This, this is, I'm going off of the um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes origin for him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, his planet was destroyed by Surtur. And he underwent, like, genetic modifications to become this, like, ultimate warrior and save his people. And he has a big horse face, which is just wonderful. Um, 
And in the comics, he was the one who wields Stormbreaker. So, I think, given the way everything was set up from Ragnarok, I think there's a very big possibility he shows up in Thor Love and Thunder. I agree. Now, do you think that he's going to take Stormbreaker from Thor? Because if Thor doesn't need the hammers, then I could see him being like, you take it. Yeah, I I think he should. Because, again, yeah, I don't think Thor needs the hammer. Yeah. So. And I think that would go back to, and especially since Taika's directing again, like, it went, like, him getting Stormbreaker kind of went against, like, the whole he doesn't need a hammer type of thing. Yeah. That he, that was, like, instituted. Um, If it was Thanos, if it was anyone else but Thanos, I would have been like, really? Like, come on. But I can see him needing that against Thanos. Yeah. Um, So I would kind of like to see Beta Ray Bill get it and keep it over Thor keeping it. Yeah. The only thing is, like, it already seems like there's a lot going on in this movie because you have Jane Foster and that whole business so is she gonna get a hand like oh there's so much like she could get stormbreaker we don't even know yeah i i think personally i'd rather bill than oh 100 percent but um was it maybe they'll find a way to bring because what was it in they just had jane foster thor and like the bad avengers cartoon um the newer one and she got her own hammer that like and it was like a hammer i've never seen so i hope she gets like her own yeah so they could just end up doing that yeah everyone gets a hammer Bill gets you get a record. hammer you get a hammer um yeah I, I remember seeing like the faintest faintest rumor that ryan gosling might be playing beta ray bill yeah which i'm so on board with i think that'd be so interesting any anything anything with the golden goose <laughs> It's good, good by me. So. What was it? Um, I just had a thought and it flew out of my head. Oh, did you ever watch the Superhero Squad show growing up? No. So in that, it was more of like for kids type of yeah. thing. And in it, Beta Ray Bill is the janitor of the ship. And he just <laughs> happens to be able to wield Mjolnir. So he becomes <laughs> Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's so funny. But yeah, like... It's set up so well from the end of Ragnarok because, like, Surtur is free. Oh, shoot. He's just out kicking. So, if he pulls up to the planet Corbin. Corbin. Could be seeing some horse-faced alien man. Yeah. Well, he was also in the tower. In Sakaar. Yeah, that's right. With all the past champions. And he already had the horse face. Yes. So... Because I think his entire species looks like that. I don't think so. I think some of them just have flat faces. Yes, you're right. You're but right. He he underwent modifications to become the horse-faced alien man. No, he whinnies. So. Um, Alright, who do you got? I have... Drumroll. Red Hood. Red Hood? I love Red Hood. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I think of him as a minor character anymore. Okay, I can think of someone else. No, no, no. no let's let's talk about Red Hood because I like talking about Red Hood. So Red Hood is the Jason Todd, otherwise known as the victim of the crowbar. <laughs> um, the second Robin. The second Robin. He got beaten to death by the Joker, per the votes of fans because they hated Jason Todd. So yes. they said, "Do you want him to live or you do you want him to die?" And the entire comic book community voted for him to die. I think, did we talk about this last week? We might have. We talked about it a certain week. Might have been last week, but anyway. yeah. So, he is now... Oh, we talked about it the animated week. I think we might have talked about it last week, though. Because we talked about death, of, death in the Family. Right, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Jason Todd, Red Hood. I think he's cool. He has a really nice look in Injustice. He's got good comic stories. Um, I love the the helmet, and he's just a cool character. Yeah, I think, like, the whole Jason Todd, Red Hood story is the perfect foundation for a Batman movie we'll never see. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Because it like for the story to have that successful payoff, you need a good while to build up at least properly build up Jason and the other Robins. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if movies studios have the patience for that. And given the direction Matt Reeves is taking, where it's very much a year one Batman. If we're going to see a Robin, it's going to be Dick. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think they should do what was, like, rumored with Spider-Man. They should do, like, nine movies, and they have, like, a Robin for each of the three. Um, yeah, or... but then at that point, does it become too predictable? True. Very true. Because you have to wonder, like, okay, what's going to happen to this one? Because, like, Dick has to leave, Jason has to die, what has to happen to the third one? Yeah. And then, if you want to get Damien in there, yeah. I mean, you could also always age up. Like, you could do a sequel set, like, three years later or something, and then, but... You could also, you could combine Robins if you want to. Yeah. Because I know... In the, animated, in the animated series, they, like, combined... Like, he, the, the Robin was... The second Robin was Tim Drake, but he had elements of Tim and Jason. Right. So... Yeah. As long as it's not Dick and Jason, because... If they killed Dick again... Like they did in Snyder's verse... Ugh. Gross. Um, people will not be happy. Yeah, I know. And neither will Batman. I'd, I'd love to see... Dick Grayson, like, adapted properly in a movie. Because from too. what I understand about Titans, he's not that good. He's good. He's just not Dick Grayson. He's, like, he's like a Dick Grayson who's just been, like, mentally, like, beaten. I don't know. For, like, from all the stuff I understand about Titans, it's just a fundamental misunderstanding of a lot of these characters. Yeah, it's kind of like they're their own thing. Instead of being like an adaptation, it's like an Elseworld almost. But like, stop doing that. Because <laughs> yeah. that didn't work with your shit Snyder movies. It's not going to work now. Yeah, I do like you... his Nightwing suit, though. I don't like it that much. I, I think it, lo- it looks like one of the Joel Schumacher suits. That's the one with um, like Val Kilmer or yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. yeah. I, I do I agree with you there. Um, yeah. The Robin suit fire i like the robin suit the robin suit looks pretty cool i think oh the hawk and dove suits also very cool also very good and i really like the deathstroke design me too ravager was okay i like the deathstroke design better than the joe manganello one i think i like them both equally because the, the the joe last name one um it's it's just the arkham suit Ah, uh, they did a great job adapting that, though. And, like, I, I've seen that. Like, I like that suit, but I've seen it so many times. It's the suit everyone uses for Deathstroke now. That's true. And, like, I like that the, the Titans one is, like, an adaptation of the New 52 suit. Yeah. It's got, like, that scale nail look. So. Right. <sighs> All right, it is your turn, sir. It is. Um, I have the question. Okay, it took me a second. I was yeah. like, it's not Rorschach. They look very similar. Well, interestingly enough, um, I forget what era. This might have been 70s or 80s. Um, DC purchased Charlton Comics, which was like the origin of characters like Captain Adam, uh, the original Blue Beetle, Ted Kord, um, The Question... And originally, Alan Moore wanted to use these characters to create Watchmen. So instead of Rorschach, it would have been the question. Instead of Dr. Manhattan, it would have been Captain Adam. But DC was like, like, we don't want you to take these characters and ruin them. So just make all new ones. So he just based a lot of them off of the Charlton characters. And in the end, those characters from Watchmen ended up becoming more iconic. Interesting. I find that very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the question, um, his name is Vic. Well, depending on the version, the original is Vic Sage. And then it's like a, Rene Montoya, right? Yes, it is. 
um vic sage he's like a, a super paranoid private investigator um his face is completely covered like it's just flat skin which i always thought is a really cool look um he's really good in justice league unlimited very because everyone's like what's wrong with this guy yeah except for huntress huntress is in love with him yes which brings me to a possible if they were to do a birds of prey sequel could be a very good introduction because you can do that relationship with huntress and also if you want renee montoya could take up the mantle of the question so that would that would be cool um yeah i just think he's like i don't know he's like batman but crazy and also worse (laughs) yeah yeah i'd agree with that except he just doesn't have like the gear yeah and he he works well when he's like bouncing off other characters who notice how insane he is yeah He's like a crazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah. It's always like, don't you see? (laughs) It's like, one of the quotes from Justice League Unlimited was like, the plastic tips on the end of your shoes are called aglets, but their true purpose is most sinister. (laughs) So so bizarre, but he's so funny. He's really great. Um, Alright, who you got? Was it a head one? Oh, Blue Beetle. Not um, Ted Cord though. Jaime Reyes. Oh, so, so cool. Very, very cool character. He's almost like Green Lantern. Similar. In, in, in regards to, like, his abilities. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I never really thought about that, but yeah. I might... I ha- They're in my top, like, ten list of, like, heroes. Like, they're both in, like, my top five, and now it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Blue Beetle. He was working with Ted Cord. Ted Cord found an alien. It depends on where, like, what iteration you're looking at, because the Scarab's either an alien thing, or Ted Cord invented it, or it's a magic thing. It it depends. Like, I'm going based off, like, Young Justice, like, right. that version. Was he in Brave and the Bold, too? Yes. Yes, yeah, that, that's, that's the one where Ted Cord invented it. Okay. Um, I think... But yeah, I like uh, the DC AMU and then the Young Justice versions are both, it's an alien uh, scarab. And it attaches itself to his back. You can't take it off without killing him um, unless you do something specific. Um, Ask it nicely. Yes. (laughs) Um, But he basically, he can fly, he shoots lasers. Very, as Andrew said, like very similar to green lantern in like conceptually where he can kind of create anything thanks to the scarab it's based on like how creative you can get with it yeah like he i've seen a battering ram i've seen like plasma blasters uh like sword hands cleavers like yeah and he's just really cool i like him a lot i love the design as well yeah it's a cool costume I know um, a while back there were rumors of them doing a Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie. That would be cool. Which I I, I do I, I would like to see that, but you have to wonder if they if they would go Ted Cord, who's traditionally like friends with Booster Gold, or would they just swap him out for Jaime Reyes? I think they'd go Ted Cord, or it would be. something where like booster mentors Jaime a little bit it could be like a a Hank Pym Scott Lang situation yeah where Ted Cord is like a pre-established character and he kind of trains with Jaime yeah so what was it um because even too in Injustice in the comics booster I think he ends up dying but he ends up not only like, he promises Ted Cord, he's like, I'm gonna protect, I'm gonna, like, look out for him, protect him, mentor him, like, whatever. Like, I've got the kids back. And I think he ends up saving his life. Yeah, he does. He saves his life and trades for it. So Booster dies. 
for you. Okay. So, like, I could see it being, like, that type of a relationship. Like, say Ted Cord dies in something. Like, I could see Booster doing that. Like, them doing that with yeah. Booster and Jaime. And given that Titans is likes to introduce new characters before developing the ones they have, we could very well see Blue Beetle turn up at some point. Did you finish Titan Season 2? No, but I've been watching some stuff about it. Okay. And do you, do you know what happens at the end? Vaguely. Okay, tell me what you know. Um, well, spo- spoilers for Titan Season 2 from here on out. Yeah. Um, uh, Deathstroke dies. Yes. Um, his son goes into his daughter. Forgot about that. Um, Cadmus. <laughs> yeah, Cadmus. Superboy bullshit. Um, they introduced Cadmus and Deathstroke in one season. And mentioned Lex Luthor. What the hell? <laughs> Pick one thing. You can get at least two seasons out of Deathstroke. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna do the Judas contract for the 400th time, maybe take your time with it. Maybe make it a believable story instead of introducing a character in the first episode and revealing them as a mole towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, that'd Um, be good. Definitely not the best season. Season one was definitely, I think, better. And like Cadmus, that should be nowhere near the show yet. I think that should have been season three. Like, they wanted to set it up, but they, like, did too much. It's, like, I just... I don't know. And don't they, like, doesn't, like, the team break up, like, three times? Yes. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. There's one big thing that happens that you didn't mention, and I want to tell you, but I don't want to spoil it. Oh, what happens? I don't don't care what the spoiler is. Wonder Girl dies. Oh, yeah. In the dumbest way. Yeah, she gets electrocuted, right? Yes. And yeah. I was like, Superboy was right there and would have been fine. And he could have done it. Like, they wanted her to go out and... They wanted her to go out. Like, they wanted to kill her. But I was just like... Just the way you... It, it goes like the whole, same with like Quicksilver. Yeah. Like... You just wanted someone to kill. Yeah. And you just went about it the wrong way. And it was unnecessary. Yep. Um... And that is all I have to say. So from what I understand, this is the second iteration of the Titans in this universe. Like, there was the original team, which had Aqualad and Donna Troy. Yes, also Aqualad's death was stupid. Yeah, Deathstroke, like, kills him on accident or something. Yeah, like, he was going to shoot, like, Wonder Girl's mentor, which they never really explain. Um... Or Wonder Girl, one of the two, and then he steps in front of the bullet. Now, my issue is that the Atlanteans have bulletproof skin. They're so bulletproof. <laughs> as established in Aquaman. So, how this bullet was able to pierce Aqualad is beyond me. Yeah, I, I just, I have a big problem with the whole tone of that show. And it's just so, like, needlessly edgy. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, Doom Patrol levels of wacky. Yeah. I did like, like the Jason Todd arc. Doesn't he, like, try to kill himself or something? Yeah, I think it was... And, like, everyone bullies the shit out of him? Yeah. See, I wouldn't be... I Like, I'm surprised they haven't already killed Jason. They almost did. Yeah, I'm sure Twice. they did. Because why... Why stop at introducing two stories? Go ahead and do Red Hood. Yeah. Take another one from Zack Snyder. Do too much in one. But it is what it is. I can't believe they tried to do the Cadmus storyline and the Judas contract in one season. Yeah, I know. And didn't they wrap up the entire last season in the first episode? Yeah. That's stupid. They should have just done that... Like, they should have just made the last... Well, I think it was that they said something like they didn't know if they were coming back, so they wanted to leave it, like, open. Like, whether it could, like, 
you could just assume the worst happens or whatever. I don't know. It was stupid. Yeah, that's just lazy and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that, like, like as soon as Deathstroke sees that the Titans are back, he's like, I, like, like right away goes into his bunker and gets his shit ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just, like, ready to murder. <laughs> yeah. And from what I've seen, he's a good Deathstroke. Yeah, he's a great Deathstroke. Really love the voice. I would say... He's got a good look. Yeah. I would say definitely one of the best. Um, I like him a little bit better than the guy from Arrow, just because I wasn't a huge fan of the accent. Yeah, I didn't mind. I thought, like, he worked more as... He worked as a character. Yeah. I think he had more of a presence on Arrow, because they built him up for, like, a full season before that, too. But he was good for, like, what they did with him. Yeah. Very underrated and a little bit waste, but... Yeah, and obviously they could be like, oh, he's not really dead. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was kind of surprised at how he died, and I was like, that's it? Like, I thought it was going to be this huge fight of him taking everybody out, and then they finally defeat him, but they focused more on, like, they're controlling Superboy and Gar. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Um, is it my turn or your turn? <laughs> I talked about the question. Yes, so that would be my turn. Okay. Uh, oh, no, I talked about Blue Beetle. That's right, okay. Yeah, because so like, I know it was someone from Young Justice, so I was like, Blue Beetle, so yeah. I will go. I'll go with Captain Britain. Very cool character. I didn't know a lot about of Captain Britain. But I did some reading last night. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, he he's just this guy who's like working at a power plant in England or whatever. And like there's about to be a reactor meltdown. And he gets on his motorcycle to get away. But he has an accident. And then he's visited by Merlin. <laughs> And he's transformed into Captain Britain, the protector of the Earth-616 version of Britain. He protects against, like, mystical threats, which I did not know. He's like he's like a mix between Captain America and Doctor Strange. This is, is so interesting. Crazy. Um, he was a member of Excalibur, which is like an England-based X-Men team. Okay, that's why I thought he was a mutant. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, continue, yeah. And also, he is the brother of Psylocke, so. I thought he was the brother of someone else. No, yeah, you're right, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I wasn't saying that you were wrong, but. <laughs> yeah, so, um, based on that, he could show up in a Doctor Strange movie, some, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, whatever, because there's a lot going on here. So... I totally thought he was a mutant. And that he was just given the... So, I like that so much more. That's so interesting. He, like... There, there are rumors of him popping up in the MCU, like, every few years. Yeah. Um, I think he's mentioned in Endgame. In the, like, when Steve goes to Peggy's office. I think they're talking about, like, an Agent Braddock. Uh... Who went missing or something. But could literally be the same story as Captain America, where he goes under ice. If that's oh, the case, God, I could you imagine? So, I, I I've talked about this before. I'm so sick of the man out of time thing. Yeah. But um, I mean, they could even play it off that he's like the grandkid of Captain America. If they really wanted to. I don't know. Like Peggy, and him, <laughs> like they confirmed that Peggy and. Steve have kids. So I'm could, gonna could, say they're not gonna do that only because it'd be so confusing and annoying to explain. Oh, I agree. It's already the timeline with that is so insane. Yeah. That's why when they did time travel, I was like, no. And then they did it pretty well, and I was like, all right. Yeah. Forgiven. So I yeah, I definitely, travel. I definitely like to see Captain Britain turn up. That'd be cool. Like maybe you can set up a... Is there a sanctum in London? 
No, that one got destroyed. The only so one left is New York. If you rebuild it, you can just make him protector there. True. Just throw him in. Then you put Wong back in the China one. Hong Kong. Yeah, sure. But then um, they're all going to get blown up again when Mordo comes back. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I'm so confused as to how they're going to... Because they've got a lot of stuff going on with Doctor Strange. They have Mordo, they have Dormammu, and they have probably Nightmare. Dormammu's confirmed for the second one? Well, he's got to turn up eventually. That's true. So. Maybe he's the next big bad. He could very well be. Like, I wouldn't put it past him. Or it could be a team-up. I think that's also likely. I I like the idea of a team-up more than just another big guy. Yeah, I agree. Do the the Masters of Evil. I was literally just thinking that. I was going to say they could do the Masters of Evil, but it's not like B-tiers. It would be like the A-tier villains. Yeah, you can... Like, instead of Baron Zemo running it, you can have Doom... Because I know in Ultimate Alliance, Doom is the one that forms the Masters of Evil. That'd be so cool. So. Him, like, oh, that'd be so cool. And, like, you could have, they have potential to build up so many teams. Like, they're obviously doing the Thunderbolts. Very obviously. Um, Probably the Dark Avengers, hopefully led by Sam Rockwell. Yes. Um, Probably the Masters of Evil. So that's three big bad villain teams right there. Well, Thunderbolts are in betweeners, but yeah, this is also Thunderbolts is your opportunity to introduce a lot of your Fox characters. Yeah, Deadpool especially. Deadpool. Um, did you hear what happened with that Bob Iger? I think or someone threw Marvel under the bus because they they like let it spill that. Marvel hasn't even thought about doing anything with Deadpool for Deadpool 3. No, that was that was Rob Liefeld. That's what I meant. Yeah, not Bob Iger. But he's he's not involved in those conversations at all. Oh. Like maybe he was for the Fox movies, but that was just out of courtesy. He's not a good writer. <laughs> okay. He's like he sure he created Deadpool, but like he's not responsible for any of the interesting stuff done with Deadpool. Interesting. Okay. He just—he literally like he's the most uncreative writer in comics. And, okay. Then... Like he's just—he's just bitter that Marvel isn't talking to him about it. Like obviously they have plans for Deadpool. They've said they had plans for Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel better because I was very sad about it. Yeah. No, obviously they're planning something. He's—it's guaranteed money. Okay. I feel a lot better now. Thank yeah. you. And I, thank you knowing... for helping me. <laughs> Knowing Rob Liefeld isn't involved makes me feel even better about it. Right. Okay. So, he's like he's like the Zack Snyder of comics, but even less personality. Well, at least we got Deadpool out of him. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to do one more, we can wrap this up. Well, you said you had six, right? Yeah, but we can we can cut it off and come back to this another time. Okay. Um, what else did I have? I think I said four, right? Like already? Oh. Yeah. Aqualad. But the one from Injustice, Cal Duram. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's the one I'm more familiar with. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, like all my other ones. <laughs> he has these two little sticks that control water, so he's kind of like a hybrid of, like, Aquaman and Mira. Um, where he has uh, he, i don't think he has like the fish telepathy though i think that's isn't that like a royal family thing probably <laughs> um so he he's aquaman except for the fish telepathy and then he's got actually i don't think he's bulletproof either um but then he's got these things that like they take control of water and they can become like blades whips um and then he also has these cool little lightning powers, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. No, I'm wrong. It's just his <laughs> tattoos light up, like the Avatar. Love it. Um, but he he leads the Young Justice team, and then he eventually becomes the regular Aquaman because Aquaman retires, 
and ends up running the Justice League. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like his look. He wears a red shirt in as a teen, and then when he is an adult, he uh, has the orange. Classic Aqualad. His yeah. red shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he goes to the orange Aquaman suit with some Atlantean armor on it. And cool. it grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but... Um, He's the son of Black Manta. Right? Yes, I was like, his dad's important, and I just couldn't remember it. Yeah. His dad is... He's the son of Black Manta, and he worked for him a little bit at, for, like, a sting operation. And then hmm. he came back, and, like, it was revealed that he was faking the entire time. So, that could very well be someone we see introduced in an Aquaman sequel. That'd be so nice. We have Black Manta, so that'd be really cool. I'd be I really would want that. The yeah. only issue is that Black Manta's Atlantean, so they'd have to like kind of go because that because Kyle Deram's Atlantean. Well, they he, they could make. Oh, he could Calder. be a half. He could breed. be half Atlantean. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of like he's like Arthur. Oh baby. And that would make him want to take him under his wing. Oh, yay, I'm excited. Yeah, I need to rewatch Aquaman. Because I remember there was a lot of shit going on in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I would, but I don't think I have it on DVD, and I don't feel like paying yeah. for it. If I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to buy the DVD. Yeah, fair. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. Physical media for life. Yeah. Oh, we'll take a paper comic over a digital comic any day. See, I'm the opposite because really, when I when I turn the page of a comic, I end up looking at the right side first. And there have been many times that things have been spoiled for me because I've done that, <laughs> and because I'm too compelled to look away. Uh, no, I'm too compelled to not look away, and then I end up like I think there was a death that was spoiled for me. Um, I th- I was reading Blackest Night and I think uh one of the White Lantern things was like spoiled for me, and I was just like I can't. And then digital though they you have the guided view where it goes frame by frame. See, I don't like that. I think I love it. I don't know. I prefer to work at my own pace. That's fair. No, it's it, like standing... and also I think I think digital ruins stuff like splash pages. It's a splash page. That's where, like, it's both pages together. Oh. Um, not really. They just do it all together. They just, like, kind of, like, zoom out. But, I mean, it's so hard. Because, like, I do like reading the actual comics. But, again, the whole thing with it getting spoiled. Like, I spoil it for myself. It's just, it's my fault. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It also sometimes, like, some of the panels aren't like in a like a clear order some of them not all of them but some of them so i'm like it just keeps it in order yeah but then there are times where dialogue gets cut out because it's in a past panel and then you you have to like go to the regular view zoom in read that and yeah then, but that doesn't happen too often yeah see for me it's like watching a film shot on film versus shot on digital right like it's you're you're, you're getting a similar product but one of them just feels better right so i don't know for me that's that's like physical comics versus digital yeah i get that but, yeah it's not digital's not for everybody but i do i do like the convenience of digital me like too being able to have thousands of comics just on like an ipad or whatever I yeah it's really cool i also love that they go on sale all the time yeah yeah but yeah does does Marvel and DC run their stuff through Comixology still? They do, but I don't use Comixology because I don't really get DC comics. I just get Marvel ones, um, and I just do it through their Marvel Comics app. Okay. Yeah, I I would love to do Comixology because they have like Halo. That's, that's it. They also have Halo. And that's yeah, I, I, I used to use Comixology a good bit. It's a good app. It is. It is. Oh. Alrighty, well, I think we're running out of steam. Anyway, Jonathan, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram at Occasional Bugle. Yes, they can. 
and they can now find us on YouTube. Yes. At can. Occasional Bugle as well. Yes, um, it is the same name. Same name. Um, the first seven videos are just pictures because we didn't record on camera then. Yes. But eight through eleven so far are all going to be our faces. Yes, indeed. So if you're listening on SoundCloud and you want to see what we look like, go check it out on YouTube. And then, Uh, Andrew, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at BigGoatOnCampus. Love it. (laughs) And until next time. Peace out.